Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, it's one of my favorite shows that we do all the time. We have our fourth member, Prath, ready in the house, representing Percent. Prath, welcome. Good to be back. So but before we, we, we really get into it with you, Karen, why don't you set up what we're talking about today? Okay, so we are talking about the U.S. labor market, which has been on the struggle bus for the last year and a half or whatever. Everybody has been going through it intensely. And now there's been some changes, but we're not sure what it totally means for the economy. And that's why we have our friend Prath here to give us a helping hand. Okay, so welcome Prath. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions at you? Uh, Always am. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so here we go. The US Bureau of Labor Statistics says that they added 850,000 jobs in the month of June. Specifically, a lot of gains in the areas where we saw all this depletion before, leisure and hospitality, public and private education, professional and business services, retail trade services, all the stuff that took a real hit. Um, It says that employment continued to ease in parts of the country, um, lots of job gains in accommodation. Employment in leisure and hospitality is still down, though, by 2.2 million or 12.9%. So it hasn't come back to what it was before. What do you think that all of this job movement means for the overall economy in terms of the jobs added, the ones that we still have to go? And do you think that there's any trends you can pick up on? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's showing that, you know, recovery is still in progress, that we're obviously still in the midst of a, of a post-COVID environment that's not back to kind of pre-COVID levels. We all knew that leisure and hospitality were going to be the hardest hit going into it, as well as the longest to recover coming out of it. There's going to be a lot of jobs in that space that just never come back because yeah. those restaurants or bars or hotels or what have you, they, they simply couldn't, you know, survive during COVID. So obviously those jobs will not come back for those specific businesses, but, you know, it's going to take 
create some time for other restaurants to kind of fill those vacancies, other hotels to kind of come in. Once, you know, you see consumer spending kind of start rising again when it comes to leisure and hospitality, then that creates a better business environment for other restaurants and, and hotels and things of this nature to say, hey, now's the right time to kind of take advantage of this upswing. We just haven't seen that upswing yet. So it, it's going to be a little bit of a lag, I think, before we see the the recovery take place in, on this end. Do you think that there could be something circular going on where the people who would be putting the most money into the economy on a day-to-day -day basis, so like average working people can't do it yet because employment's still down and therefore it, it, is, is the lag in employment contributing to the lag in the growth of the economy and then feeding itself back? It, it could be, it could be. But at the same time, you know, as I've said in like past episodes, there's definitely a, a wider, a wider of the chasm between the people that are doing well and the people that aren't doing well. Yeah. Um, the wealth disparity is only increasing day by day. And yeah. so there is an argument to be made here that the people who were relatively um, unscathed during COVID and who did well and who were able to save and pay off debt and do everything else, you know, weren't able to, you know, that that population is perhaps kind of making up for the shortfalls uh, on the other end of the economy. So we'll see. Just a quick follow-up question. I know we're talking about employment and the numbers in the leisure uh, industry and hospitality industry. Sidebar, a little personal investment uh, advice from you, Prath. Is now a good time to be investing in some of the, you know, in, in the cruise liners and leisure? In, is this a, a good time to get back into those types of investments? It's, well, first off, I never give investment advice. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Everyone, everyone can invest, in, uh, you know, understanding the risks on their own accord after diligent research and so forth. Um, my, my opinion is that the, the, the leisure sector got particularly hard hit during COVID. And, you know, all those stocks that, you know, went down right after, you know, all the shutdowns happened and so forth have largely bounced back. And, you know, a lot of that bounce back had happened towards the end of last year as the vaccine started rolling out. So I wouldn't necessarily say that there's, you know, a lot of room to run to get back to pre-COVID when it comes to those types of stocks. It's it's now more of a bet on whether or not leisure gets back to where it was before versus uh, under undervalued stocks that may be lingering out there. Okay. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. And I'm also thinking too, Pratt, not to go off topic again, but I'm thinking, you know, I think the way the world is positioning themselves, especially first world nations, they're putting themselves in these bubbles and they don't think that the effects of India, the effects of Bangladesh, the effects of South Africa are going to have effect on their markets. And I just mm -hmm. think it's all going to collide in some manner because there's a there's a global dependency, in my opinion. You know, mm -hmm. if we don't resolve this COVID issue globally instead of like by country, I still think there's going to be some some fallback, you know, to the markets. And we're going to we're going to see the effect of that down the road. Um, in yeah. my opinion, and I think I think we're you know, this whole thing should show us like we're one being, you know, human beings, and we need to make sure we all get through this so that the world can keep moving forward. I that's my you know, two cents. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think the the you know the the global nature of you know uh, how all these stocks and how all these companies are are connected with one another um, is definitely giving people pause. And I think one way to kind of play that, you know, is it's to stay diversified. Frankly, right? Like, so don't. Don't just go out and buy, you know, Carnival Cruise Line, right? Go out there and what? buy. What? Yeah. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> exactly. We, we, uh, I would say go out there and buy like an ETF that covers like the leisure industry in general, so that you know at least you your value rises with the you know with the rest of the tide, if you will. All right. Well, back to the market, job market. You know, despite adding eight hundred fifty thousand new jobs for the month of June. 
we still have around 9.5 million people unemployed and that's actually up from five point to 5.9% from 5.8% in the previous month. Should we be worried at all? Or should we just think that everything's humming along and people eventually are going to, you know, fill back these jobs that were lost because of COVID? Yeah, from my standpoint, there's always going to obviously be some some level of unemployment that will always linger. Um, I think going from 5.8 to 5.9 is, is a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> so I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be be too worried about about that uptick. So overall, should you be worried about where unemployment is now? Or you think it's the the the, the way it's climbing back is actually a, a good pace? I think if it stays at these levels for more than a year or two, that it's it's a it's a systematic problem um, because you know the existing unemployed workforce out there is not retooling you know uh, their their skill sets to be able to you know kind of adapt in the in the new world and. That has larger implications for, you know, whether or not the education system in this country or the way that, you know, kind of adults can get training necessary for, you know, new types of employment, uh, whether or not that's effective. Um, but to see these numbers early on still being where they are largely as a result of the leisure sector not not bouncing back as, as strongly as 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 it could have. I think it's I think it's fine for where we are right now. All right, Prab, I want to pivot to what we're talking about, you know. The unemployment rates, but in terms of the employed, I want to talk about wages and, and you know across leisure and hospitality. Since we referenced that earlier, the average hourly earnings rose from eight dollars and twenty three cents in June, uh, from eight dollars and five cents in May, and up from seventeen dollars and two cents an hour a year earlier. So it's it suggests that bosses are having to pay more to attract workers as the reopening of bars, restaurants, and other venues creates higher demand for staff, should we be worried about wage increases overall and how that could impact inflation? I think wage increases overall are a net positive for the economy. In, in really? Um, yeah, I, I think that there is... is Practice for the people. I think there's a lot of these shortages that's happening where people can't find staff, can't find people to hire to work kitchens or the restaurants. The reason they can't hire people to work in the kitchens is because they fired those people in the first place as soon as COVID hit, instead of keeping them on and paying them anyway and waiting until mm -hmm. this all passed, like would be the human thing to do. I understand you can't do it in every situation, but there, I feel we're just mass firings without looking ahead towards this. And some people, I think, don't want to do those jobs anymore. Don't want to do the jobs for not good pay. And who can blame them? You know, people, well, me, that, well, I, that's an appropriate punishment you should have difficulty sourcing people if your first reaction wow. is to get rid of everybody Facts. well let me put my business hat on for you guys let me be devil's advocate because if i have a restaurant and nobody's coming into my restaurant because of covid restrictions i'm sorry i, I gotta let you go i gotta let you go it's not a, we're not we're not a fraternity not a fraternity for for a payroll people could get loans it stipulated that they had to use them for payroll which means that nobody's coming into my restaurant yeah, but the PPP loans, though, they were meant to kind of keep employees in place without having to lay them off. And that was a stipulation for getting uh, those. You know, I was reading even hedge fund companies took PPP loans. OK, it was yeah. just a windfall of money for people. And, you know, yes, in theory, you're supposed to use it for one thing. But, you know, the rich guys didn't use it. That's why there's whole disparity going on right now. I mean, you hey, know, if, you can't afford the, if you can't afford to be in business, that that sucks. But that's part of like people deserve to get to get a living wage. You know, that's I mean, that's. Yeah, I think these are two different arguments, frankly. Like, I think that there is a, a wage out there that is suboptimal and, and just not enough for people to live where, where, wherever they might be residing. 
And I think those wages need to increase to a level that allow them, you know, basic, basic needs. <laughs> um, and the minimum wage in a lot of these states around the country are just at levels that haven't moved in, in decades. And I think that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I think, honestly, I don't, it sounds like nobody here is that worried and I'm not that worried. I think that whatever you say about this country and its people and its problems and whatever, we're pretty innovative. Like we kind of figure it out. We kind of endlessly figure it out. That's kind of the point of this country. And if my experience is any indication, then it's probably indication of a lot of people's experience. I kind of fell into a pivot at the end of this pandemic without even really trying, you know, because everybody's sort of pivoting and they're looking for people to bring along. And I feel like American ingenuity is about to pop off. I mean, maybe I'm just being patriotic, but I don't think so. It kind of always does. No, I, as a Canadian, I, I would agree with you, Karen, that American is a very resilient country. And I was just having an argument with my doctor about that. He was like, you know, he's an older guy and he's Mr. Conspiracy Theory doctor. And he's just like, you know, what is going to happen? Where's it going to go in America? Do you hear what Biden's trying to do? And I was like, we lasted 9-11, 2008, Four Great years Depression. We'll be we're fine. Just, we'll bounce. America's resilient. We, we yeah. conquer and we keep it moving. What do you think? America is resilient for sure. Um, and I and I hate to sound like a quote unquote socialist here. <laughs> but you know, the, the wealthy in this country and you know the corporations in this country get away with a lot in terms of not paying their fair share of taxes and so forth. So if we want to point the finger at anybody, it shouldn't be small businesses laying people off and kind of hiking their their wages. Uh, or, or not hiking their wages, rather. It should be, you know, everyone else that that is getting away with murder every day. I have a bone to pick with this whole not paying their wages. I'm going to defend these corporate <laughs> owners because this tax codes were it was built for businesses to succeed. If you want to get off and not paying a lot of taxes, then become an entrepreneur. It's that simple. These tax codes that were made, they were made in favor of entrepreneurs. Okay, point blank. That's what it is. But you know, Jeff Bezos, I was I figured out I was reading out how he avoids paying taxes, being a billionaire, but he just, you know, takes loans from himself and he, he doesn't pay any corporate yeah. tax, doesn't even pay any um capital gains tax because he just leverages off his shares. Okay, this is the tax code. It's not illegal. Like Yeah, but the code is written by the wealthy. It's like the people like a lot of people yeah. don't even know the tax code. Like these rules are being put in place to benefit the people You're who are. You're an entrepreneur, the Matt. The tax code favors you, okay? But not the tax code favors you. Sean, there have to be people who aren't entrepreneurs in order to work for the people who are entrepreneurs. So you can't just tell everybody to start a business. Wait, okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling everybody you how the U.S. tax code is in favor of entrepreneurs. I don't know how else to explain it. That's what it is. Join the bull. I don't you know. Want to entrepreneurs, or is it in favor of wealthy companies? Because those are two different things. It's it's a combination of both. If you're wealthy, yes, the tax code is in your favor. But a wealthy athlete is not getting tax benefits. He's still paying 37% taxes on his income. So it's not I'm even a wealthy, it's, it's the entrepreneur. If you're a wealthy person, but you're working for somebody, you're not getting these tax breaks that you All right, all right. Sean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play referee, I'm blowing the whistle. We're gonna table this argument about entrepreneurs and, and the tax code, and let's stay with our list. Let's stay okay. with the script. I'm passing the ball to Karen. What's okay. the, our next on our list? Okay, so real quick, Prath, I'm, I am going to go back to a digression for like one second. Do you think that the tax code is written for the wealthy or for entrepreneurs or for the subset of wealthy entrepreneurs, which is Prath, before you answer this question, I see that oh, you, have, you could have a great political career ahead of you. So be careful. <laughs> they may take this from 10 years from now and be like, this is what you said. So I just want you to yeah, think through this, this answer, Prath, before you totally respond. I, Karen's I setting you up, okay? Operations. It's, it's totally fine. Uh, I think it's written for the wealthy. I think it's written for corporations, personally. 
Okay, Sean. So he, he sure told you. All right. So question number two <laughs> is, are you officially in favor of ending unemployment benefits related to the pandemic? Those like heightened benefits, or I guess even just extended benefits, or do you think it's time for people to kind of get a move on? I think it's, this is very situational. Um, cause there's, there's people who were in certain sectors that got decimated or in certain geographical areas that just haven't bounced back as quickly. So rather than taking a blanket approach and just kind of continuing to provide everybody benefits, they need to take a more targeted approach and figure out who actually does need it. And there needs to be some type of survey or some type of analysis done to actually make sure money's landing in the right pocket. Mm -hmm. hmm. How likely okay. is that? That's a How likely at all? Okay. <laughs> it just seems like such a diligent and thoughtful amount of work that <laughs> I just yes. don't see happening on our schedule. Not, it's not, it's I can't not see the government doing that. I just can't see the government sitting down and in a timely like, manner enough exactly. to help them appropriately. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Be like, it should be like probably a, a complete withdrawal of un unemployment benefits, but mm -hmm. extending, you know, kind of targeted tax breaks and things like that to, to impact it, you know, uh, communities and, and people. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Python. Is what kind of market do you think we're in right now? Are we in an employee market or an employer market? And if when we are, is it a good time? To, there's two questions. The second question is: it a good time to renegotiate your salary or lock, look for another job? Those are yeah. questions because you could look for another job and not negotiate well, your salary. It's it's definitely an employee market. Um, the job market's on fire, frankly, mm -hmm. uh, depending on kind of which which industries you're in. But I'd say across the board, you know, we're having a, a ton of difficulty finding engineers because it's just such a hot job market for for anyone that's like on the tech side. Um, and salaries have only skyrocketed during COVID and, you know, they've been able to command better terms for themselves, being able to work from home and so forth that now it's not just even salaries. It's also the intangibles that people are looking for to kind of draw in that crowd and be even more competitive as an employer. Um, and I see that, you know, transcending all the way down to restaurant workers and so forth as well. So I, I definitely think it's an employee job market. Okay. I tend to agree because guess what? Even Matt and Karen got new jobs in COVID, right? They're both there you new go. jobs. I, and I didn't both. cry. Yeah, the job yeah. found me. Exactly. Matt, the job found you as well. Exactly. That's right, people. As Prath stated earlier, the job market is on fire. We have to take a quick break, though, but stay tuned. We're going to continue to talk about this U.S. job market that's on the rise. So stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We'll be right back in just a second. Keep it locked. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we are joined by Prath Reddy in partnership with Percent, and we are discussing the U.S. job market. The job market is on the rise. So let's get back into this conversation. So Prath, you, you, you stated it's an employee market. I, I want to know, do you believe that we're on the road to recovery? So it sounds like you believe we're on the road to recovery, but do yeah. you think this new COVID Delta variant and any other variant that may be coming behind the Delta variant, will that slow down this recovery? I'm going to bite my tongue and, and, and say, and not be too optimistic because we've, we've seen this movie before and we all kind of downplay what could happen with, you know, a, a, a virus or, or a pandemic. Uh, I think a Delta variant or any variant, it poses just the same risks as, you know, the original um so I, I certainly hope that's not the case and i hope that you know the infrastructure that we've been been able to put in place in terms of getting vaccines quickly rolled out and getting you know kind of the public on board with wearing masks and taking precautions and so forth can hopefully you know kind of stall the impact um of a variant going forward and we just become more resilient in these circumstances but um I wish that a crystal ball. <laughs> yeah. well, and, I, and I would just say to add to what you're saying, Prath, it's like, you know, I tell people all the time, regardless of whatever market condition we're in, just find a way to take advantage of the market. Try not to overthink it. Don't sit at home like, I'm not going to look for another job because I'm worried about this new variant coming, or I'm not going to, you know, ask for more money because I want to be in a safe position. You know, take, yeah. advantage, or take advantage of the current market and, you know, make it work in your favor, as yeah. Matt and Karen have done. I think that's great advice. I think I, I don't think we can all. I don't think anyone here can predict the future. So I just gotta kind of live in the present and make the best decision possible every day. I don't want to get all crazy here, but if we're talking about variants and how they might impact us in the future, variants are not new. Every virus has variants. That's how viruses work, and they mutate very quickly because they're just one little cell. So I, it's it's not that I don't believe that there's a Delta variant. I think there clearly is, but. I think it's possible that worry about variants might be overblown because that is a normal feature of any virus. We don't hear about AIDS variants or flu variants or all of these things, but they have a million variants. So mm-hmm. to Sean's point, I don't know that there is going to be a best or safest time to go after what you want. You know, there's always going to be variants. That's, you know, in like a meta sense, life is variants. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Prath. Oh, got that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karen, for that. Um, and Prath, thank you for bringing your your wisdom, your sage wisdom that you bring to us whenever you join us. This brings another episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit to a close. So Prath, tell the people, you know, how they can follow you or, or hear more from you or, or, or what they need to know about Prath Ready. Yeah, of course. And, and Other than being always yeah. ready. If, if, uh, if anyone has any questions or if I can shed any light on the economy or my views here that I shared today, Feel free to reach out to me uh, via email, prath at mypercent.com. Um, always happy to, to, to go back and forth with anybody. And quickly, Prath, what's happening with Percent? How's are things going right now? 
anything new you want to shed on any light you want to shed and let people know anything half exciting about Prath. I just got an email where you're giving a 14% interest rate on, a, on an investment. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we have plenty of deal flow and uh, a lot of great ways to diversify, you know, your personal portfolio. So if you're an accredited investor and you're interested in that kind of stuff, check us out at mypercent.com. Yeah, I love it. I've been with you guys, I think two years, maybe a year and a half, two years. And it's been great. It's been great. They've met all their commitments. I'm making money and not doing a damn thing. You're bragging. <laughs> well, <laughs> am I bragging? Yes, I am. <laughs> Humble Thanks. brag there. That's all good. But uh, as I said, this brings this episode to a close. We're talking about the job market. And as Sean mentioned, some new jobs have been uh, found by members of our own team. So that if you're out there job <laughs> hunting, now's the time for you to, you know, get aggressive and, and go out there and find that new gig. We wish everybody the best. As I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So, you know. Go make some changes in how you're hustling. Because right now, there's a great time to get these jobs. So for, for two black guys with good credit, I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. Prath, lay out, lay, yeah, you, you're the fourth <laughs> member of the band. Prath, ready? Are you ready? Give us your outro. As the, as the fourth member of the band, I'll keep it really short and just say, let's get at it. <laughs> there you go. Simple, short, and sweet. And for two black guys with good credit, I'm Karen Margolis. And I say to you, get it together. <laughs> go get a job. Go get the job that you want and then ask for a ton of money. You can do, you can do it. Karen believes in you. <laughs> and I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And for once, I'm actually echoing Matt and Karen's sentiments and saying, like, go get it. Because you're going to look back at this time and you're going to have the regrets. I know so many friends that look back, oh, when the real estate market was booming, I wish I bought. Or this is the time you're going to say, man, I wish I got another job. I wish I asked for more money. I wish I did this. So this is the time to go get it. Be a Matt and Karen. They went and got it. They're rich. Mm -hmm. I'm out. <laughs> We're out of here. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.